Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast, where we invite leaders from all over the world to come onto the podcast and get coached live and in person. Today, it is my absolute pleasure to invite and, and introduce you to my guest. His name is Connor Griggs, and he is the president and founder of a company called Tropical Tundra. Connor, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me today. So where are you in the world? I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And what is Tropical Tundra? Tropical Tundra is an earth-conscious apparel brand dedicated to awakening human consciousness and protecting the rainforests. Amazing. So what made you start this company? How long have you been running it for? Hmm. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Sure. Yeah. So um, I started off in the medical device arena um, and I was in uh, regulatory affairs and kind of started to climb the corporate ladder, broke off and started doing consulting. And um, <clears throat> I fell into kind of like a, a deep, dark depression when I, um, there was like a part of me that just wasn't being fulfilled working in the corporate, um, in the corporate world. So I ended up taking a spiritual, a spiritual journey to South America um, and having a spiritual awakening. And during that process, um, my, I kind of experienced something called an ego death. And um, I realized that the life that I was living wasn't serving me or anybody around me. And um, I, um, I had a connection to something greater than myself to protect the rainforests. And uh, so that was about three years ago. And um, I've been doing it ever since. <clears throat> and uh, right now it's my full-time focus. Okay, so, and I'm kind of just curious, when someone says a spiritual awakening, I want to learn more. So what happened that created a spiritual awakening? Was it a, a retreat? Did you bump into someone interesting? Did you kind of take a whole bunch of drugs and kind of wake up and go, wow? Yeah, yep. So um, they call it vinyl. On all, on all of the above? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could say all the above. Um, so they call it the vine of the soul. It's called ayahuasca. It's a concoction of uh, different plants and, uh, and the active ingredient is DMT, which is called the spirit molecule. And um, after ingesting it, you um, c connect to something higher than yourself. And uh, you almost have a dialogue with this uh, um, interdimensional uh, life force. And through that process, um, I learned that the life that I was living um, wasn't serving me. I was kind of like dealing with a bunch of addiction and depression issues. And I was able to kind of, um, um, kind of zoom out and be able to look at my life for what it was and make a pivot. And uh, during that experience, um, I, I uh, heard this call to protect the rainforests. And, uh, and I've been doing it ever since. So, so now I have a partnership with Rainforest Trust and every shirt that I sell protects one acre of rainforest. And so <clears throat> that experience seems to have been very profound, but also long lasting. So mm -hmm. oftentimes we have an awakening, you know, we have clarity, we march forward and then we resume, we revert. So what was it about this particular experience that kept you on this path? Um, <clears throat> it was, uh, how profound it was. Um, there was a, so the way that I was kind of living life was very like selfishly for myself. Um, and I was able to break out for the first time of my consciousness and be able to like turn around and look at my life for what it was. Um, a lot of people talk about like a video room when you die, you're able to kind of see your life, 
um, in, in a video room and be able to kind of analyze, okay, these are my screw ups and these are, these are my triumphs. And I almost had one of those experiences where I was able to kind of look at everything from where I was, look at the path that I was going down and be able to identify, Hey, that's not the path that I want. Um, that's not the path that's healthiest for me. Um, and, um, and so that was the, the biggest thing was being able to really escape um, the patterns that I was uh, currently invested in and to be able to make those pivots. Interesting. So yeah. where are you now? Where are you in the process of building your company? Um, tell us about the, the, the shape, the state of your company and tell us what your greatest challenge is. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so right now the website is, is um, being born right now. I have about 50 different products for men, 50 different products for women. All the operations is fully outsourced and the fulfillment um, and, um, and we're doing these really gorgeous, all over print, uh, nature inspired psychedelic t-shirts, premium products. Like the one you're wearing? Yep. Yep. Okay. They're, they're really nice and they're smooth and they breathe and they're, they're just, they're amazing products and I can stand behind them. Um, and so, so the operations is all taken care of. Um, and the website is just now being delivered. I'm doing a big photo shoot for all the women's tees. Uh, coming up here. And uh, for the first time in my business, I'm, I'm finally comfortable. I'm, I'm at a point where um, I'd be willing to invest into marketing. So I, so outside of organic um, reach, um, I really haven't done too much. I've, all of my sales have been through people that I know have been people um, that I've, uh, um, you know, come across in how one way, shape or form but I've never like pumped money into a, a marketing strategy, which is what I'm going to be doing. Um, and, um, and so my biggest challenge I would say is going to be um, out for my business is going to be getting traffic. So, you know, they, there's a quote, um, if you build, they will come and that does not apply to online businesses. Um, you have to get that traffic to your website and okay. there's a ton of different ways that you can do it. And I'm going through um, traffic secrets by Russell Bronson and he really identifies all the different traction channels and all that. So I'm, I'm devising my strategy right now. Um, and uh, so, and then on a personal basis uh, is, is really balance. Um, I'm having a really hard time um, balancing everything in my life um, as far as uh um, like work-life balance. How many hours do I put in? Um, can I stay present in the times that I carve out from when I'm working? Um, I tend, my mind always wants to attach to another problem or, or kind of like foresee what's around the corner for me to anticipate um, um, like a problem to solve. And so are uh, you saying that when you're not working, you're still thinking about work? Yeah. So when you're hanging out with your friends, you're not really actually here. Uh, yeah, it's, it, that's my biggest issue right now. Okay. Yep. And so what's the cost of that? Why is that actually a problem? Um, <clears throat> the cost of it is, um, is I find myself, um, it's, a, it, it, it's kind of um, hard for me to, uh, to connect with a lot of people. I, I kind of feel like I am alone. Um, um, I have this like underlying feeling that like, like people don't understand me and it's almost like, um, it's almost like an addiction. Um, and, um, it's like, I need to like find ways to just like free my mind so that I can be present at my other hobbies. Um, I'm starting music production, um, and, um, working out helps me. I, I meditate. I haven't been able to do my yoga classes because of, um, 
um, um, the virus and everything, but. Um, yeah. Okay. So I want to address the issue of balance because I think balance is something that people really crave and don't really understand what they're after truly. And so what you're describing is not necessarily the desire for balance, but the desire for connection, which are two different things. But let's talk about uh, balance for a moment. Uh, I think that balance is fine for a moment or two, but not as a lifetime goal. And I'll explain to you why. Like, What happens when things are in perfect balance? So imagine you go to a park and you see these two kids on a seesaw and they're in perfect balance. What's happening? Um, nothing's moving. Nothing's changing. Nothing's moving. Nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. And for people who are highly driven, people who are entrepreneurs, people who do have active minds, like that's the worst place to be. Right. And so that's a good place to be when you want to catch your breath. But really what we're after is the ride, the highs and the lows, you know, the bumps along the way. We're after the ride. And truly, if we're living our lives with the greatest intention, we want to be on the ride. We don't want to be living in a state of balance. Right. So this whole idea of work life balance, I think, is a bit of a trick. Right. It's something that sounds good. It sounds it sounds like we should work a certain number of hours and live a certain number of hours. But I always want to say, like, your work is your life. It's part of your life. And so let's not make a distinction. The question is, how are you doing this life, both work and at home or otherwise? And so what I'm really hearing from you is I feel like I'm in it alone. And by the way, like it, it it's not a surprise when I, I've been coaching leaders for well over 16 years. And I've discovered that leaders tend to struggle in four key areas. And I'm going to describe them. And I think that all of them relate to you. Number one is isolation. They feel misunderstood. They feel like they're in it alone. They can't relate to others. And nobody's kind of lifting or sharing the burden of responsibility. Number two is that they have tension with others. They have friction. You know, other people don't have the same sense of urgency. They don't have the same mission. They don't have the same lifestyle. They don't have the same mindset. And so there's this friction. Sometimes it's a low level underlying friction. Sometimes it's really um, at the forefront and there's actually aggression and friction. The third is a sense of chronic dissatisfaction. You're never quite where you want to be. You're always behind the eight ball. Uh, you know, you're making progress, but it's not fast enough. And that troubles you. It bothers you. That's what keeps you up at night. And number four is what I call slippage. And what is slippage? It's a term I invented where people let important things slip through the cracks. Things like their sleep, their health, their nutrition, their friendships, their social life. They might get into addictions, et cetera. What do you think? All four of those yeah. relate? Yeah, all four of them. Um, the slippage is um, maybe um, is the, like the output of me not being able to um, like kind of like balance my thoughts. Yeah. So, so I love, I love that because it sounds like your head is spinning much faster than your body can keep up. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so um, there are a couple of things that I, want to address. Number one is, so when we coach leaders, we ask them to journal in an online journal and we have access to that journal. So if I were to coach you, you would journal on a daily basis. And on the other end, if I were your coach, I would be reading and responding to your journal, asking you questions, but getting into your head with you, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense, and going through the battle that exists that you're having alone. 
And so number one, I highly recommend that you journal. Number two is if you could get a partner who could read and respond to your journal and grapple with you intellectually, spiritually, Mm -hmm. physically, whatever, that's a really great idea. So that would be very, very useful for you. But the, the last thing, the second thing I want to say is that, you know, you're trying to make decisions about how do you spend your time? You know, I should be spending more time being present with my friends. But if your head's not there, then what ends up, what you end up feeling is that was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't want to do that. What we want to do is say, I want to spend all of my time, the majority of my time in a place where I'm lit up until it becomes a burden until it becomes a drain, until it causes a risk to me. And what you're describing is that place where it's a bit risky, where you're tired, you're overworked, you're a little stressed, you're in your own head, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's not about work-life balance. It's about really living with as much passion as possible. And then saying, okay, so if there's a toll that it's taking on me, What are my release mechanisms? And for you, maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's working with a coach who can really see what what you're thinking and how you're thinking and how some of your thoughts might be working against you. But then the last piece is how do you make decisions about where to spend your time? I'm going to give you a really brief formula. You might want to write it down that helps a lot of people make decisions. I use the acronym HEAL, H-E-A-L. And I'll describe it. Number one is, is it healthy? So I think one of the things you're dealing with is you're not sleeping. You're working till five in the morning and then there's, you know, you're up the next day pretty early and right at it. So is that healthy? It's not in a sustainable way. So that's not a good decision, not a good choice, right? So is it healthy? Is it engaging? And for you, engagement is very important. If you're not engaged, bad idea. Right. So if hanging out with your friends, if you feel like I'm going to die in this conversation, it's not engaging, don't Mm -hmm. do it. Number three, is it aligned with my values? So is it consistent with what's important to me? And number four, does it lead me to an outcome or a goal, a desire that I'm looking for? So if one of your goals or desires is connection, then maybe hanging out with friends is a good idea, but not all the friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe what you need to do is be part of an entrepreneurial group where you're connected to like-minded people who are also striving towards their own goals, who live a similar kind of lifestyle as you. Mm-hmm. Now you're more on the same page. So those are all the things. But by the way, if any one of those things are out of sync, the health, the alignment with your values, the engagement, or if it doesn't lead to a goal or, or a desire that you have, mm-hmm. if only one of them is out of place, it's a poor decision. You have to check off all the boxes when you're making the decisions. And I think for you, it's, it's really about making slightly better decisions and, and taking a moment to say, does this check off all the boxes? If not, new decision. Does that make any sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, I think the engagement part is uh, is interesting to me because I'll be hanging out with a lot of my friends and uh, and some of them just don't have any aspirations and it'll drive me nuts and I'll <clears throat> it'll make me feel like I'm not gaining anything out of the whole situation, like whether they want to talk about like a sports game or 
um, whether they just want to go and get, you know, fucked up or whatever it's and and it's like my, my values have totally changed from when I was in my early twenties to now. Um, and I'm not interested in the party scene and I'm not, I'm not interested in kind of like small, small talk and shallow conversations. I, I want like intellectual connection and I haven't been getting that with my core group of friends. And it sounds like one of the things that might be a benefit to you is to join uh, like a mastermind, a peer mastermind group like EO or something like that, or tech, or in your case, Vistage. So something like that, that has you connecting with other entrepreneurs who are at the same growth stage as you. Mm -hmm. I would encourage that. What was it called? So one is called EO, Entrepreneurs Organization, and the other one is called Vistage. And they have different groups for different size companies at different stages of their growth. But you meet, you know, once a month and you're having these conversations, like how do we deal with marketing? What's the best strategy? You know, Mm -hmm. how do you spend your money the best way? I hired someone and they're horrible. What do I do now? All those questions that you're grappling with all the time. What's the best outsourcing company? What are you spending on that? All those questions that you're probably trying to work out on your own. And again, in the other pieces, like work with someone one-on-one because Mm -hmm. you have a lot in your head and you need to put it down, Mm -hmm. right? And so that putting it down piece will enable you to get a little rest and be present in the places that aren't work-related. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of um, EOS? Of course. Traction. Okay. So I I use 90IO to manage my my business processes, which has been helping me um, tremendously from rather than me walking around as this like to-do list to like putting it out into the physical realm. Yeah. Um, And I've noticed significant differences when I get it out and when I put it on a whiteboard or if I write it down. Um, But that, that has been a game changer for me for sure. Yeah, And you know what, if you join a group like EO, uh, or even uh, Vistage, they're very familiar with EOS, Gina Wickman, the Traction mm-hmm. Book, all of that stuff. And, and so you're connecting with like-minded people. They're mm-hmm. all working on these processes individually in their own companies. And so you have a great point of discussion and connection. And you know, when you're stuck with something, they could help you out. Um, so with a uh, coronavirus, like I'm, I'm a very, I'm very outgoing and, um, I haven't been able to like really connect and network with people and it's been driving me nuts. And yeah. part, of me, part of me was like, I don't like, if it's going to be online, I have this mental block. Like I don't want to do it because I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not getting that human element. Um, but do you think that it's still worth it? Just, to- I definitely think it's worth it. And I think in the States, things are starting to open up a little more than in Canada, And I think like, I know that even in Canada, some of these groups are starting to meet in person. I imagine that uh, in your area it's even more so. So even if you start off for a few months virtually, it doesn't really matter. Take that will lead you to a more of an in-person kind of connection. Okay. Yeah. Um, How about, um, have you ever heard of entrepreneurs looking for therapists? Like, would you recommend that they get a therapist too? Because um, I know there's like a big mental health movement that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, this is where you talk to me. So um, we're not therapists, but we provide coaching and look at how people think and how they're thinking in impacts their outcomes. So, you know, do you know, do you have a, a mental health issue? Are you, you know, traumatically 
impaired or, or, or something like that, I would say not necessarily, but you need a partner in your journey. And very often a better partner than a therapist is a coach who can look at what's going on in your thinking, in your belief system and walk that journey with you. And that's where we step in. Mm -hmm. Uh, So happy to talk to you after the podcast is over. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to say thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. For those of you who are listening, you may have some of the same challenges. You have a big goal you want to reach. It's keeping you up at night and you're finding yourself struggling in one of those four areas that I described above. If you have a challenge that you want to share with me on the podcast, please reach out to me. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. If there is a challenge that you are struggling with, that you want some help with, that you want to talk about, but perhaps not so much on the podcast, please reach out to me as well. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Connor, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me, for sharing your story with our listeners. I really appreciate that. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. 